Did you play it? No, I didn't. Oh, you're all right, then. He's here. Here come my Pistons, plus seven and a half tonight, seven and a half uh, point know, dogs. Man. The Nets have the uh, the city edition, teams with the city edition. How do we feel about the Pistons ones, though? I don't... Mm. The green, I don't know if I... I, don't, I like what the Nets Feels have like going. I'm watching the Bucks. not yeah. gonna lie. I was going to say, like, if I just stopped in tonight, I'd say, I. Who, uh, this isn't the Bucks. this is the Pistons. I, when were these ever a thing? Are these new? I don't new? recall. I hate them. But you know what? If they if they win or at least cover tonight, I'll buy one of them tonight you on the fight. show. I will go to NBA.com, and I'll get a Jaden Ivey jersey if the Pistons cover seven and a half tonight. You have to. Promises made. Promises, promises delivered. delivered. Yeah, Whatever. Y- you, have to, you have to at least find like some sort of jersey trend out there. There's got to be more than just the Wizards wearing their throwbacks. Yeah. There's got to be another team that just get, plays differently in there, and whatever the, the uniform is. I remember growing up, I hated when the Bulls introduced the black jerseys, even though they were really cool, because they always lost when they wore them. That's all. That's the only. That's, that's it. Only. That's, that's the whole story. That's, that's, yeah. that's kind of all I got. That's I just it. remember. That's I, the tweet. We had season tickets back in the day, and anytime <laughs> they'd bring out the black jerseys, we'd go to the road games like in Milwaukee or Indiana, the close ones, and I always knew when there was going to be a loss. I wasn't betting at the time, though, Nick, unfortunately. No. Now you've learned, though. You've learned how to bet with uniforms involved, yeah. and it, it helps every single time. I remember years ago when the Eagles wore those ugly throwbacks that were like yellow and blue, Those are, and they lost one game and never wore them again is what I remember. Uh, they won't yes. be wearing those this weekend against the 49ers, or two-and-a-half-point favorites. Devin Caney covers the team, also co-host of BetMGM Game Day every Sunday right here on BetQL. And yeah, let's – what I, like, I kind of just want to go big picture here with the Eagles and like what's going on in Philadelphia right now because – Man, they looked good last week, and it it pains me as a Commanders fan. I have to suck it up. Ooh. Those Eagles look. De- I mean, my team sucks and it's every a Cowboys year. Fan. Like I, yeah, I, I accept it. Like my team sucks. Like I just, I, I recognize that. I, I think this Eagles team can legitimately win this Super Bowl, and it's it. This, the, look, the Chiefs, the the Bengals, very good teams. I watch Philadelphia against what I think is the most talented team, minus quarterback, uh, playing the uh, um playing the Forty ers I think the Eagles win this game, and I think they win it uh, pretty comfortably. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty optimistic here in Philadelphia, which naturally means that uh, we're a little bit nervous by the fact that we are so comfortable and optimistic about this game against the 49ers. You know, um, the win over the Giants was great. It was super dominant. But coming off a game like that, it does almost make you wonder, like, okay, well, they literally made, like, no mistakes. There's nothing to go back to the drawing board on. There's nothing to go back and work on before this game against the 49ers. Uh, but that's what makes Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts, especially Jalen Hurts, so incredible. Uh, they're never satisfied. They're always working and striving to be better. So you know that they've been working day in and day out preparing for this Niners team. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're greasing the poles here in Philly. People are ready to start celebrating. Like, there really isn't much doubt here that the Eagles will win, which, again, makes me personally nervous as well. But I do feel optimistic about this game against the Niners. They aren't a super formidable team to me against this Eagles team that has been just so dominant, and they proved that last week against the Giants. Yeah, I agree, and I feel like there's areas, obviously, you could attack their defense, even though that's a top-10 defense, and it's through their secondary. Who do you like to have a big week? You know, because they struggle with slot receivers. Slot receivers are averaging about 10 yards per reception, so I kind of like Devontae this week. But A.J. Brown's Mm -hmm. comments, you know, he says he doesn't want a diva, but he wants the damn ball. I think they're going to get him the ball. (laughs) So who do you like to really just kind of uh, take off this weekend if you had to choose between the two? It could be both of them against that secondary. Oh, that's easy. I love A.J. Brown to have a big game. Um, Especially because they literally showed him frustrated on the sidelines. He's like the one player who didn't have a great game against the Giants. I think he came out with 22 yards total. uh, And he he missed a ball. He was a little bit short on it uh, where he would have had a touchdown. And A.J. Brown is so competitive, as we all know. And 
he's going to have a big game against the Niners. Plus, their weaknesses, like, yes, their defense is incredible, but they're 20th in pass defense. Um, so you mentioned Devontae Smith. I think he also has a good game. I also like Dallas Goddard to have a big game. You know, we saw him make that incredible one-handed touchdown catch last week against the Giants. Um, I think he's going to get a lot of action as well. He and A.J. Brown and even Zach Paschal, who's kind of like the dark horse. He doesn't get, he's not an A.J. Brown. He's not a Devontae Smith. But he'll come in, and he's also a really good blocker and have low-key really great games for the Eagles. Um, I think he could have a big game because he can go in that slot position as well. I saw, Devin, that there was a, an article that George Kittle – said, I'm not sure how the Eagles are going to contend with my physicality. Uh, does that oh. mean, in your, in your opinion, that George Kittle has a, has a bad game or because there's, <laughs> there's, there's so much um, bulletin board material for the Eagles? Or is that a situation where maybe we should just stay away from his prop? You know, I think the Eagles feed on Philadelphia as a whole, uh, kind of feeds off stuff like that. I also saw another clip where George Kittle said that uh, there is no environment better than Philadelphia's, and I think he kind of said it by accident, and then he kind of backtracked it. So maybe that quote was him making up for that statement. Um, but no, I mean, I think the Eagles feed off of people doubting them, uh, other players kind of coming out them. And that's just going to add fuel to this defense's fire, which I'm not sure they need much more fire. Uh, but we saw what they did to the, to the Giants' offense last week. So uh, I would say that that doesn't bode well for George Kittle. Talking to Devin Caney, BetMGM tonight. Uh, we've obviously talked a lot about the Eagles' offense, and, and rightfully so. By the way, Dallas Goddard, I love an anytime touchdown for him. Uh, there's so much mm -hmm. attention on these two receivers, and you go, wait, there's also Dallas Goddard there. Uh, what about the other side of things, defensively for the Eagles? What is the biggest concern that they have dealing with that 49ers' offense? That uh, It's hard to pick out one. they got a lot of weapons over on the other side of the ball there in San Francisco. Yeah, they do. You know, you look back to earlier in the season, um, and a lot of teams looked at the Eagles' defense and found the chink in their armor to be their rush defense. Uh, I think it was around, you know, week 11, Howie Roseman, Eagles GM, said, let me fix that. He brought in a few additions. He brought in uh, Ndamukong Sa and Linval Joseph, and they did help. I think the Eagles then went to 15th in terms of rush defense. Um, but since then, they've managed to not totally stop, but contain Saquon Barkley several times. Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor. I don't think Christian McCaffrey is a super high concern for a lot of, of us who analyze this team. Um, he also appeared at one point to have like a wrap around his ankle during the game last week. So I don't know if, if he's dealing with an injury or what. Um, but Eagles rush defense since around week 11 has been pretty solid. I really like the Eagles secondary against these Niners receivers, uh, especially with Brock Purdy, a rookie quarterback, who's never played in a super hostile environment. Um, coming into Philadelphia, it's going to be really loud. I know he played in Seattle. I don't think he's played in quite as hostile environment that he's going to play in when he comes into Philadelphia for an NFC championship game. Uh, and his defense is just going to get after him. And uh, my co-host for our Eagles post-game show, Seth Joyner, he used to be a, a linebacker for the Eagles. And he has this saying that is my favorite. And it's, if you get in the quarterback's face, he's going to throw the ball to you as a defender. So I think that the Eagles should and hopefully will take a super aggressive defensive game plan, get in Brock Purdy's face, and make him throw the ball to them. I like picks from – Darius Slay hasn't had a pick – since October, uh, CJ oh, yeah. Garner Johnson now back and fully healthy. And of course, James Bradbury had one last week against the Giants. Why not make it two weeks in a row? Yeah, Devin, I was looking at this Brock Purdy passing yards uh, prop, and 
Oh my God, it's 220 and a half. Juice to the over, actually, minus 120. But if you look at Eagles, last three, only allowing 149 yards and passing yards. Last one, obviously, was uh, really bad for Daniel Jones, 109. Is this a, a situation where Vegas is, is seeing this wrong and we should just be hammering the Brock Purdy under? I never want to tell people to hammer the under because it's just not fun for betting. Um, but I mean, 220 against this Eagles secondary, against this Eagles defense that has gotten to the quarterback, we've seen them limit other teams' offenses week in and week out. Yeah, I don't know what, what's with the number there, but I would go with the under for Brock Purdy passing yards. I don't see him being that productive, especially when he's playing in the cold in Philadelphia, again, in front of loud, rowdy fans. How healthy do you think Jalen is? Because that was what I wanted to see last week, and they used him on quarterback design runs, and he was able to push the ball down the field. But I just feel like he's going to have to use his legs probably. I know the Niners are really good against the run, but I think Jalen could do some damage, and I like all of his props. Do you think he's at least 80%? He's not even on the uh, injury report. That's what I get a kick out of. That's why I love Sirianni yeah. so much. <laughs> Yeah, um, I love Sirianni as well. I I think Jalen Hurst's health was obviously the massive question uh, heading into that game against the Giants, and he seemed to dispel most concerns. Um, the Eagles got up by so much that Jalen Hurts didn't really have to put his body on the line too much by the third, fourth quarter of that game, which is good. Um, I From the injury report, from everything they tell us in press conferences, Jalen Hurts is fine good to go uh but the the beautiful thing about Jalen Hurts is that when he needs to he will put this team and this offense on his back and he'll turn the motor on and he'll just do it himself he'll run the ball we saw him run it in for a touchdown last week against the Giants because the 49ers defense is so good at stopping the run I actually think Jalen Hurts has a more productive day I don't want to say like more yards than a Miles Sanders even a Kenny Gainwell who had a great game against the Giants last week but I could see him turning on the wheels a lot in this game against the 49ers when he needs to when I watch Jalen Hurts now I mean I see a guy that has improved so much from when he first came into this league as an overall quarterback everything he's done You've obviously seen it up close. You've watched the progression of his career. Can you put into perspective just the type of player that he was when he first was first out there on the field for the Eagles very early on when they benched Carson Wentz uh, to where he is now in terms of just the biggest improvements? And maybe it's not obviously throwing the football is one, but uh, we only got about a minute here. But is it, what else is it besides that with him that's made him so much better? Well, from the start, uh, when he became quarterback one last year, the pressure on him was immense, but that was nothing new to Jalen Hurts. You know, we all watched what he did throughout his college career at several schools. Um, came in, in in almost an impossible situation. You know, the, it's crazy to think that just in 2018, the Eagles won a Super Bowl and then went through an upheaval in terms of coaching changes, quarterback changes, player changes and transactions. Uh, and Jalen Hurts had to endure a lot in terms of Carson Wentz going out, him kind of coming in, there being a lot of controversy around that. Never seemed to get rattled by it. Obviously, a passing game needed some work, and he did that. And now I think he's the MVP of the league. Yeah, uh, he's certainly shown that he can be. So, uh, I mean, it's just watching the improvement of him has been phenomenal. And again, it pains me to watch these Eagles succeed, but I... I got to put respect where the respect is. This is a really well-run team, and they've built a championship contender. Devin Caney, good talking to you. Thanks for coming on with us. Thanks, guys.
Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts now is not... I mean, that's always the thing, right? Quarterbacks that have all this athleticism, it's easy. They can run all over the place in college, but it's taking that next step. And Jalen Hurts has done it as well as any quarterback ever has in this league. Yeah, he's awesome, man. I'd vote for him, actually, if he ran for uh, president of the United States would, of America. Huh? Yeah, Why do you keep saying that? Is it because that? he's an anytime touchdown bet that's always good? Because so he's just, like, you know, I mean, he just handles pressure very well. Yeah. He works really hard. He's always, he's always in the way. Uh,